Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the 415. It is now two days after the election. <laughs> Joining me for today's episode, as always, my wonderful favorite co-host, Star Bustamante. But before we get Star on here, 415 is brought to you by, in cooperation with The Wild Hunt and Desperate House Witches. Please note that all opinions expressed during this broadcast are hours and hours alone. Uh, hi, Star. How are you? Hey, how you doing? I'm uh, hands are I'm shaking. Okay. Nervous. I'm, I'm glad you're okay. I'm on the edge of my seat and terrified. What else is new? I'm on a ledge. Well, What's happening out there? Well, you know, I mean, I, I think anybody that's not uh, at least mildly terrified by uh, where we are currently is uh, probably. In coma, maybe. Um, not not really, <laughs> not really sure. Uh, it has been a wild uh, couple of days for sure. Um, so I think I think where where we ought to start is probably talk a little bit about. Um, and for anybody who hasn't figured it out, we're going to be talking about the election. Pretty much that's all we're going to be talking about. Um, yep. But I, I think we need to um, kind of make it clear to people because I think a lot of people still really don't understand how votes are being uh, being processed or counted. Uh, Sounds good. So um, some of the states that we are still waiting on returns for um, – uh, especially like Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan, all three states had um, tried to get uh, the government to agree to let them begin processing ballots prior to election day. Uh, now, what that means is they wouldn't be counting them necessarily, but they would be opening them um, and having them ready to be counted, um, because in most states they can't be counted, and you know they don't start to count until election day. Um, right. But a lot of states do, um, especially with mail-in ballots. They do, you know, they open the envelope, they make sure that the ballot is signed properly, um, and um, ballots that have problems go through a process that's known um, curing or or the cure. Uh, and, and what they do is, like, if the signature doesn't match or the person did not uh, sign their ballot or maybe didn't have a witness or, you know, whatever, something something like that, those ballots are set aside and the people are, are contacted, uh, you know, the actual voter is contacted, and uh, then they have some path to, to cure or the ballot, uh, whatever the problem is with it. Um, Florida actually is one of the states that has a really, uh, I think has a pretty good curing process. 
where a lot of times, like if it's a signature or something minor, uh, the voter can actually go online and, and then, you know, fix whatever the, the problem is. And uh, I think they have a pretty rigorous effort, you know, um, pretty rigorous uh, effort to, to get those ballots uh, fixed so that they can be counted. Yeah. But, yeah. but for the states that requested that, um, because uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania are all states that, um, you know, their legislation requires that they not even open the ballots until election day. So, uh, and this year obviously was unlike any other year uh, because of the massive amount of mail-in ballots uh, in pretty much every state. Mm-hmm. Now, but of course they were not allowed to do that. Um, basically the, you know, um, state legislatures that were GOP led said, no, you can't do that. Um, and so, you know, there was no, there was no path forward for them to do anything in preparation of election day mm-hmm. <laughs> to process or, or, or count those votes. Uh, so massive amounts of, of, of mail-in ballots just sitting there waiting to be, to be processed and counted, which takes a lot of time. <laughs> Excuse me. So, how the the process actually works works in tabulating all of this. So, in most states, I don't think it's all, but I think in most states, ballots people that vote that day, those votes are counted first. Uh, which right. is why, um, in in a lot of places, you saw these really big increases uh, in public, you know, voters who voted Republican. So there was a big red, what they were calling a a red mirage, right? Because they looked like they had a big red, there was a big red lead. And then as those ballots, other ballots, you know, were counted, then the the Republican uh, lead in in many races began to shrink and shrink and shrink and shrink. Um, And in some cases, you know, overtook obviously, uh, the Republican candidate. And so naturally you've got people calling, you know, foul. I have a question. So let me ask, because there was a record number of people voting, early voting. When are the early votes in person counted? Those, those are also treated, I believe, like provisional ballots or absentee ballots or mail-in ballots, I, I believe. Okay. Um, you know, okay. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure on that. And I think, you know, one of the things that I think that makes this so confusing for a lot of people is that every state is different, okay? So, like, what Florida does versus what North Carolina does versus what California does, it's all different. Um, yeah. So... In most states, day of votes, and I think in some cases early voting, you know, those are were tabulated first. And then, you know, but in what order, I'm not really sure. And I think it really depends on the state, right? Ah, okay. So that makes uh, sense. And every state, you know, um, which let me just say here, okay, like um, I know a lot of people were really freaked out by some of the things that 
that Trump has said, you know, like he's going to go to the Supreme Court. I want to dispel that, <clears throat> okay, right now. I mean, first of all, okay, can't write, a, you know, have one of his little attorneys write up a brief and then they take that to the Supreme Court. That's not how things work, okay? It's not yeah. how things work at all. Yeah. Um, you know, first they have to file in a lower court, and then when the lower court says no, this is not no, then they can appeal it to a higher court and then to a higher court until they actually get to the Supreme Court. So this shit doesn't happen overnight. It's a whole process, and there has to be a precedent in order for it to continue up the ladder and make its way to, to the Supreme Court. So that's like a moot point. The other thing, the other point that I really want to make is that, you know, um, they've, been, they've been filing lawsuits in a, in a number of states mm-hmm. and uh, alleging fraud and trying to stop the count. Um, and, and there's a reason, a reason for why they're doing this, I think, although, uh, it's, it's not really clear and I could be wrong on this. Um, and I'll get to that in just a minute, but I want to finish explaining. So, you know, so with, with these votes, so when you see like all of a sudden for anybody who's been watching what's been happening, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like. Biden was down by like a whole bunch, and then all of a sudden, boom, there was a huge influx of, of uh, what seemed to be ballots. You know, the numbers jumped, and he was suddenly ahead. What that is is, is that that is our government working effectively. So as mm-hmm. ballots are tabulated, then periodically um, – those ballots are added to the totals of, of the, of the state. Right. And so if you imagine that you have, you know, dozens or even hundreds of people counting and processing ballots, <clears throat> then, uh, you know, you're going to have dumps like that. So it's not really, sure. you know, there's no fraud there. Um, and right. basically it should be affirming for everyone that our fucking government is working the way it should, you know, this is how things are designed to work, you know? So, um, you know, and for anyone listening who worked, whether, uh, doing early voting or worked the polls on election day or was in, you know, the hell of curing ballots and, um, you know, and counting, Ballots and bless your hearts, you know. I mean, what a, a tremendous level of service. So, yeah, my heart, my heart goes out to those people, and I really appreciate the job they're doing. And I think overall, that you know, election staff, staffing, and um, and the people that, that in charge of that have done a phenomenal job. I mean, truly. So, um, so, so that's kind of how all that works. Usually provisional ballots, absentee ballots, mail-in ballots, whatever name you want to give them, those are the last ones to be counted. Um, okay. There is, a, there is one really important announcement um, that, that, needs to be, uh, that needs to be made, and um, mm-hmm. that is if, if you are in Georgia and you voted absentee, mail-in ballot, um, you have until 5 p.m. on Friday uh, to check and make sure that your ballot was accepted. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. so if there's a problem, 
if, if it needs to be cured, you'll be able to see that. And I believe the website, let me see if I can find it. Um, there, is a, there is a website for that. And I, I think it's the Secretary of State website. Um, but you right. can go on and you can check your ballot. And if there's a problem, you know, if it wasn't accepted, if it was rejected, then you can actually fix it. But you only have until 5 p.m. on Friday, uh, this Friday, to, to do Tomorrow. So. Yeah, yeah, and I so would tomorrow. recommend that anyone in Georgia, I would recommend that anyone in Georgia just double-check. Just double-check. You know, don't even don't even wait to see if you're contacted. I would go ahead and look it up on the website and if you can verify that your vote has been counted, fantastic. And if you do not see that, you have, again, until 5 p.m. tomorrow, Eastern Standard Time, to get that fixed. Um, that's pretty damn important. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put that up it, on the it, show it, page. Yeah. Yeah. For it, Desperate it, House it, it really is. And I, I'll, I'll find the link for that, too, so that, so that we can post that as well. So okay. um, in some, you know, Crazy, wild. I mean, there has. Been, I I cannot ever remember an election that has had this kind of crazy and wild news as um, mm-hmm. as what what has been going on. Um, just earlier today, uh, Richard Grenell, who was uh, acting uh, DNI for a while and uh, now is back attached to Trump's campaign, apparently was at some kind of rally or demonstration in uh, in the state of uh, Nevada. Uh, and uh, I can't say it right. You say it right. Um, Nevada. Nevada. <laughs> Uh, Nevada, but it, but anyway, they're alleging that um, there's been all kinds of illegal voting, and uh, people who do not have the right to vote have voted. That dead people sure. have voted. Yeah. Um, just all kinds of, of really uh, nutty stuff. But they're not offering up any proof at all. Um, they're just right. saying that this is happening. And they're threatening. Uh, they're threatening to file. Um, it's expected that they're going to file two lawsuits there. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but <laughs> I used to live there, so I can uh, vouch for the fact that it might seem like dead people are voting, but they're actually still alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, so like there's this really weird movement to um, to stop uh, the count, right? And in the the state of Nevada, no, I still can't say it right. Anyway, uh, and, and that's fine. But here's the problem. So, you know, you want to, he's being very damn selective about what he wants to stop counting because there have been counts that he said he wanted to stop that are now favoring him. It's like, well, which do you want? Do you want to win or do you want to lose? Talking about Trump. You want to win it? You want to lose it? How about shut up and let the process continue is my point. Well, Just leave it. In particular, in Nevada, okay, so like, 
this is really interesting um, that they're trying, you know, so the states that, that they filed these things in, like Michigan, Nevada, Georgia, Wisconsin, right? Um, Wisconsin and um, Michigan, oh, they've also, Pennsylvania too, let's not forget about Pennsylvania. I was going to say, uh, Michigan yeah. And, Michigan and, and Wisconsin, uh, whatever they filed there or tried to file um, was dismissed. Uh, I mean, and, and he'd have a hard hard time proving anything in Michigan because, I mean, he uh, Biden won by over, over 100,000 votes. Uh, Wisconsin was a little bit more narrow, 20,000. Uh, but, I mean, if you look at what's happening in Georgia, I mean, like right now, uh, where the count is right now, um, uh, Trump has a very slim lead. It's like twelve or thirteen thousand uh, votes at this point, and they're still they're still processing ballots from uh, Atlanta counties or you know surrounding counties, which are very very blue. So there's a very good chance that uh, that Biden could actually take Georgia, which will be just hilarious in my opinion. Um, because that was pretty much considered a pretty, you know, they they felt pretty confident that that was a going to be a, a safe red state for that, uh, sure. for the GOP. Like these, all of these lawsuits are alleging fraud and want them to stop the the count. Now, I think, and I and I haven't seen this really um, stated so much um, anywhere else, but. So if you go back to, uh, although people have been citing Gore v. Bush uh, in 2000 when the Supreme Court ruled to stop the count, okay? Well, yeah. first of all, let's be clear here. They, they, were, they did not stop the actual count of the votes. The votes had already been tabulated, and when they made that ruling, Supreme Court was very clear that this was not a ruling to be used as precedent, okay? They were not mm-hmm. setting a precedent with, uh, with this ruling. And the right. only reason that they stopped the recount was because Gore had only requested certain areas be recounted. And um, in the eyes of the court, that was, you know, um, potentially pre- prejudicial, and um, and uh, leaning towards being unconstitutional. So now, if Gore had requested that all of Florida be recounted, um, then the court probably would not have intervened. And I think that's a really important point to make. But these nimrods, um, you know, are um, I think you know. I mean, if you look at what uh, the Bush camp the Bush tr- camp has done over and over again is they kind of cherry pick things of, of what they think things ought to be or how things, you know, or how they think things work. Um, yeah. That don't really have any um, legal standing. Uh, you know, uh, they're just, I mean, really you want to talk about manipulating and working the system. Uh, I mean, it's just, I've never seen anything like this in my life, and I've followed politics pretty seriously for the last, you know, probably 35 years. Um, yeah. Uh, I, so 
that's the only thing I can think is that they think that they can, by screaming fraud, they can stop the count. But the reality is that's not how it works. All of these places yeah. are going to continue that are that are still counting are going to continue counting, you know, um, come hell or high water. Uh, they are they're going to and do their jobs, um, and it doesn't matter how many little Trump supporters show up, uh, which this has happened in, uh, you know, a number of places. Uh, a couple now it hadn't been a lot of people, but a couple dozen Trump supporters have showed up at tabulation centers. Um, <clears throat> been refused entry, of course, um, and they've of course. protested, um, you know, telling them to, you know, that they want to stop the count, holding up little signs that say stop the count and, uh, you know, don't stop stealing the vote. And I mean, just utter, utter nonsense. Because the way this process works is the votes will be counted once the votes are counted. If there are any irregularities or if there is a question, then the vote can be challenged and a recant, recount can be called for before the vote is certified, right? Right. So it goes county to county, state to state. Trump literally has no jurisdiction whatsoever in any of these places, and that's just not how it works. Now, one of the things that, that was brought up um, I will recommend to you, uh, Terry Gross yesterday had uh, Barton Gelman on, uh, and he, he wrote a couple of really interesting articles uh, for The Atlantic that were published uh, this month, um, How Trump Could Attempt a Coup, and the other article was The Election That Could Break America. Um, yeah. Gelman Cheerful. knows what the heck he's – yeah, well, but he knows what he's talking about. Um, right. And he, you know, one of one of the concerns that he had expressed was that um, GOP leaders in particularly in Philadelphia or not Philadelphia, but uh, Pennsylvania. Decision to uh, to choose new electors and basically set aside the the, uh, you know, the election results and let them make the call. Because the way the electoral college works is that even though you're voting, basically you're voting for the elector, right? And then the elector right, right. has your votes, and, and they present those votes to, to Congress in January, um, which is part yeah. of how elections are, you know, are certified. And that's the final, final step. So one of his concerns was that, say, you know, so Pennsylvania has 20 electors that the, the governor of Pennsylvania could appoint you know, 20 Republican electors, or not the governor, but the, the legislature. Um, legislature. And then, right, but the governor is a Democrat, so, the Dem- so his counteraction to that would be to present his own 20 uh, electors, and then, you know, it could go to the courts, it could, you know, uh, it could be up to Congress to decide. I mean, there are were, there were several different paths. But as of today, um, the GOP legislation in Pennsylvania has said they have no intention of doing that. So, <laughs> um, so that's good. So either they feel really confident that Trump is going to win, or they feel that it is that even if they, even in Pennsylvania, that he is going to lose Nevada, and it is not worth what that the price of what that would cost them. <clears throat> because I guarantee you, they would all be voted out of office. 
So, it's a fool's errand is what you're saying. It's just a fool's errand. Right. Right. So, so nothing is probably going to come of that. Um, and I think that mm-hmm. by and large, all of these uh, lawsuits that, um, that the Trump administration and campaign are putting out there, nothing is really going to come of them. Um, and I think it's important not to allow ourselves to be distracted by that because, um, you know, Arizona is still solidly blue um, for for Biden, and all he needs is Nevada, which is which is looking which is looking pretty good. Um, tightened up uh, a little bit just just since we've been talking, it has it has tightened back up again, but but Biden is still leading um, by about. It looks like a little under 12,000 votes, which is more than it was, you know, like earlier, Um, Mm -hmm. nine o'clock local time. uh, uh, They they released new numbers um, and it it brought him up from 8,000 to uh, to a little over 12,000. And now it looks like it's dipped back down. Just a a scush. Um, Yeah. So, well, there's going to be and a mix. All of there's going to be a mix, you know. Right, uh, and that's pretty that's pretty normal. But I mean, if things stand the way they are right now, I mean, I don't really. I, I mean, I think Biden Biden will win, so it doesn't really ha- matter what happens with 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 Pennsylvania. However, I mean, there are still a number of votes out uh, yet to be counted in, in in Pennsylvania, and all of what is out is. Um, I, I believe is, you know, like areas surrounding Philadelphia with Lee Blue, um, most of the mail-in ballots. Um, and I think that one of the reasons we didn't see as big of a, a blue wave as what we thought is that, um, you know, while historically it's Democrats that, that vote early and utilize tools like mail-in ballots, um, I think a lot of Republicans did this time as well. Yeah, uh, they did. Yeah, more, and plus we're seeing a really staggered um, account coming in, right? You know, we're used to on yeah. election night. By the by, the time you go to bed, usually it's 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 you know when you get up in the morning that there's going to be a result, and and you know right. we still will not we still are not going to have results in some of these races until you know until probably next week. North Carolina itself. Um, does not uh, the cutoff for for ballots in North Carolina? They have to be postmarked today by five o'clock on election right. day. They have to have been postmarked, but the state will accept ballots up till I, I through the twelfth. I think um, I think the twelfth is 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 the, is the cutoff point. So we could have another week wow. of this, uh, where we don't oh, know wow. like what you know, what the final outcome is on, on the Cunningham Tillis race, um, you know, and there are some judicial uh, appointments that we don't know. Um, obviously, uh, Governor Cooper, uh, you know, safely rewon his seat, uh, which I, I can't be happier about, about that. Um, Me too. But, <laughs> it was a relief. It was the only relief, but yes, it was a relief. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nothing else. Too, that, that even in a normal election cycle, 
it's not unusual to have races that are, you know, when you have races that seats that are hotly contested um, or are very, very close, it can be weeks, if not months, before you know what the outcome is for sure and before those, you know, elections are certified. So what we're seeing is just kind of an exaggeration of that. And, um, you know, the problem is is that we've been conditioned to expect our results for major races like this, uh, you know, that even Quickly. if we don't know for sure, by the time we get up the next morning, we know for sure who's won. And that's yeah, just not, not the case there, you know. So it's really, um, you know, I think we just have to be patient um, and, and you know, and if you're a magical person, uh, you know, it probably wouldn't hurt to be burn, still burning a little blue candle uh, to make sure that <laughs> that uh, justice and uh, fairness and uh, the process is is handled properly and, and not corrupted. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, I mean, where we are right now, uh it's going to be interesting to see see what what the results are. Um, Georgia is real. I mean, Trump and Biden are are uh, only separated by point two percent. I mean, yeah, point two percent. That's like, you know, that is. I know. A hair, a hair. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Well, let me take this moment. Let me take this moment to remind folks to please support the Wild Hunt. Please visit www.wildhunt.org. It is the pagan paper of record. I think we might be having some technical difficulties here. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.